The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. News when you need it. Fun when you want it. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad. Well, lots of you reacting to my conversation with uh, Ward 1 Councillor Andrew Knack. And again, I appreciate the time that he took uh, literally out of a meeting and back into one. Uh, but he took that break to talk to, to me uh, so you could hear. Uh, how about this uh, text? What about the citizens that live downtown, like the ones that live on... Uh, live on uh, 4th Street. Uh, you have basically uprooted the most densely populated community in all of Edmonton to accommodate your needs without even thinking about the citizens that live downtown. The city made a push years ago to try and get young families downtown. Well, my wife and I are one of those families, and unfortunately, we are on a one-way road out of downtown. There really isn't a lot of stuff downtown for families. No schools, no parks, not a lot of green space, and all the parks that had renderings for playgrounds, etc. Never never followed through with providing something for families that live downtown. Tell me, why should I believe in the city when the city has neglected all of us that live in the core 104th Street, sorry, not 4th Street, 104th Street citizen? And this text, if these counselors were in private industry, they would have been bankrupted or fired. Just brutal. And I often say, I know that comparison is often drawn, and I've done it myself, that, well, nobody runs a business like this. And I, I always feel obligated to say, but it's not a business. And, and the problem is, and I've said this many times too, I think everyone who runs for public office runs for the right reasons. They run because they're frustrated as we are sometimes with how the city does things or the province or the country. So we run and, we, and, and you, know, you get elected and you try and change things and then you realize how powerless you are to change them in any kind of a major scale because this bureaucratic monster exists that stops you from making quick changes or common sense decisions. Uh, and I'm sure it's frustrating and not defending... Uh, the city still more than happy to hold their feet to the fire at every opportunity, but I do understand that it's not a business. Um, and it doesn't run like a business does, because in a business, the president can just say, the president or general manager can just say, you know what, we're not going to do this anymore, or we're going to start in Monday, we're going to do that. And in a city, you can't do that. You have an idea, and five years later, you're still reading the re- the feasibility study on it. Uh, and this, uh, yes, why isn't the redevelopment of Millwood's town center uh, tried to providing, uh, tried to provide land for a park and ride. They currently plan to bus from the rugby fields, which is not a viable option. Well, like I said to the counselor, that's my issue. Um, even in the summer, in good weather, I mean, I'm b- being a bit whiny when I say I don't want to stand outside in minus forty to wait for a bus that may be on time or not on time. Um, but even in the summer, I really don't want to do that. If I, how early do I have to leave in order to go from my house to? walk to the bus stop to take the bus to the LRT to take the LRT to the stadium to you know then watch the game come back uh, and do all of it in reverse again um, it just becomes an all-day commitment so it's not convenient it's it's not awful it's a first world problem I get it but convenience is at the basis of all transit isn't it if it's convenient people will use it and the argument that I never like, and I feel like, I, I don't maybe it goes too far to say it's a straw argument, but all politicians will tell you, or city planners will tell you, they'll always give you the numbers when they talk about a project, like that gondola. And well, the gondola can carry 6,000 people, or the, you know, the, the LRT can carry this many people, or the bike lanes, and we never even got the bike lanes with Andrew Knack. 
the bike lanes can accommodate this many cyclists. Yes, those are all capacities or abilities, but is there that many people who want to use them is the question because we can start building rocket ships to go downtown, um, but is there anyone prepared to use the rocket ship? You really, you really have to look at how people move now and say, how do we make that better or different? And if you want to totally change it and make it different, then convenience goes up to the top of the list. Is it convenient for a person in Mill Woods, or is it convenient for a person in Riverbend, or Lewis Estates, or wherever you live? Is it convenient enough that you don't want to that you don't want to take your car? And and in the case of the bus connecting to the LRT, it's almost like, in my mind, the city tried instead of making the transit system convenient, they tried to make the car inconvenient, and they did it by having no parking or charging a stupid amount of money for parking or putting bike lanes in or you know you know what I mean like it's just like just make it convenient and I guess the question I was asking Andrew Knack and again I applaud his honesty and directness you could understand couldn't you where citizens would just sit back and go I don't think these guys know what they're doing and and five years from now ten years from now will we be looking back on the west extension of the LRT and saying, oh, how did we not get that right? I think, but then, you know, are we to blame a little bit too? I know I'm rambling here a little bit, but are we to blame a little bit too in that we don't want to spend a whole lot of money on this stuff? And when we hear the price tag, we go, oh my God, I don't want to fix the potholes, get rid of the bike. I don't want to spend that kind of money. But then, so we spend less and we don't get something that works. And that's my fear, honestly, as an Edmontonian moving forward with any expansion to the LRT. Are we going to get something that works? Because... It's nice to have a new train set, but darn thing's got to work. All right, listen, um, do want to tell you about this. It might be of interest to you. Feel free to participate or not participate uh, as uh, dictated by your own soul. Uh, I'll, tell it, I'll, I'll give this to you twice. I'll give it to you right now. There's a Twitter account, and the Twitter account is at the CJ Poirier. Uh, so that's T-H-E-C-J P-O-I-R-I-E-R, at the C.J. Poirier. So this came up, and many people said it was a a fake news story or that it wasn't real. But there's a guy named C.J. Poirier. He's out of Clarkston, Michigan. He met a woman named Becca Warren of Cornerbrook, Newfoundland, and they've been having a relationship online since last year. And now after six months of daily text and FaceTime calls and chatting with each other, um, they decided they should meet in person, but neither of them can afford the flight. So... Poirier took to Twitter and he asked Air Canada how many retweets would it take for free round-trip tickets. And Air Canada responded uh, on Tuesday asking, well, I don't know, what's the population of Newfoundland? Poirier said 530,000. And so Air Canada said, get 530,000 retweets and we'll give you the tickets. So if you're interested in finding his account and retweeting, because it is now, last time I checked, at about 20,000 retweets. So he's still a long way from 530,000, and he'd like to take the trip on May 13th. If you want to help him, it doesn't cost you anything. Find his account, the CJ Poirier, uh, T H E C J P O I R I E R. Retweet the tweet. You'll see it. I think it's pinned to the top. And uh, for the sake of love, if for no other reason, you'll connect two people who met online last year. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.